Looking to share your passion with the world? Wham Bam Thank You Ma'am and Podbean are here to help. As producer of WBTYM, I did a lot of research into hosting before taking the leap. And now you don't have to. Podbean's unlimited plan is easy, affordable, and flexible. With the ability to schedule episodes in advance, connect your feed everywhere podcasts are potted, and a comprehensive ads marketplace, Podbean has everything you need to share your show with the world. Don't just take our word for it. Go to podbean.com slash WBTYM to get the unlimited hosting plan free for one month. We can't wait to see what you make. Get flirty and stay dirty. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, is a podcast that discusses sex, intimate and sexual situations, sexualized anatomy, alcohol, and substance use. Naughty language will be used. We recommend listeners be 18 or older, as some content will not be suitable for younger listeners. Individual episodes may contain additional content warnings. Please refer to these at the start of each episode to keep yourself safe. Most importantly, have fun and enjoy. Welcome to Wham Bam Thank You Ma'am, the smuttiest, sluttiest podcast this side of literary analysis. But today, we're not analyzing literature per se. Some may say fan fiction is literature and I agree with them. However, the greater establishment might not. Perhaps we'll tr- prove them wrong today. Perhaps the fanfiction will prove us wrong. I, you're saying it's art, but I have up on the screen Shrek and John Calvin absolutely shred this godforsaken world of depravity, of total depravity. Absurdism is still art. Is it art like, you know, Michelangelo on the ceiling or is it like someone threw a can of paint and said it's an emotion they're both valid the the pause (laughs) (laughs) they're both valid forms of art both are art Roxy and I think we need to take these fanfiction very seriously because somebody poured their heart and soul into them but should they have that's not ours to judge. That's between them, God, and the devil. <laughs> we are on both sides of your shoulders. So <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I hate it here. Anyway, <laughs> you're the one who suggested this, ma'am. I did. I was like, you know what? Last time we did the live recording in a Discord call, how much fun would it be if they could see our faces while we read this <laughs> disgusting smut? <laughs> and I regret. This disgusting, glorious, artistic smut. Meat art. Yeah, it's meat <laughs> art. Meat art. Meat art. We love meat art. So anyway, folks, we're going to be reading uh, fanfics. And I'm I'm handing the reins over to Pixie. She's our producer. Take it away. Hello, everyone. Thank you again for joining us. Uh, let's introduce ourselves for anybody who doesn't know. I'm Corinne, otherwise known as Pixie on the internet. Uh, I uh, went to school for media, media studies, media production, writing, et cetera, so on and so forth. Basically, uh, the you should be able to get a job after college, but then the market's going to crash and you're going to work in retail for like six years. Uh, that's my story. <laughs> I feel like Andy's really feeling it down there. Uh, Andy, who yeah, are you? Down there. Where, where, where are you from? Why are you here? Uh, state of misery. Um, Missouri, all... you mean, right? Oh. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's what I meant. Hi, guys. I'm Super Andiness. Uh, usually you can catch me over at twitch.tv slash Super or also known as Andy. I'm very creative with names. Um, the reason I'm here is not for any educative or education related or any like good reason. I've just been reading fan fiction for an irresponsibly large chunk of my life. Which, you know, we need that kind of expertise tonight. We're, you're really holding this podcast aloft. We Cradling are, it? Yeah, you're cra- we're in your hands. You're just holding us gently. I feel like I'm getting tossed around. <laughs> Only if you're into that sort of thing. What? Only with consent. Toss me. Okay. <laughs> okay, and the Legolas Gimli dynamic, though, switch it. Like, let's be real. <laughs> Listen. <sighs> um, and Roxy, what about you? Why are you on this podcast? Oh, I actually joined this podcast because I wanted to... Uh, to educate you two on the wonderful world of romance novels and how they are in themselves an art form. And that, yes, you can read fan fiction, but there are some stories and books that are worth the read. And, and, huh? Have you been enjoying them? I have been enjoying them. Uh Uh-huh. I also want to say that you then very much share the ideals of Dr. Chuck Tingle. Dr. Chuck Tingle, uh, very much in enthuses about how romance novels are often looked down upon, but they are just as much a form of literature as any other book. I guess you're not wrong. Nope. Also, I'm a mental health professional, and sometimes I go on rants about psychological themes or uh, mental health portrayals in these books and fanfics, and it's great. It's great. It's great. <laughs> You do get to psychoanalyze characters, which is fun. I I will say one of the authors actually really liked our episode. Uh, The author for Second Chance saw the tweet. (laughs) Because we called that episode trauma bonding through our dicks and he loved it. So, I mean, I believe a direct quote is this could describe all of my books. (laughs) That is what he said. That is what he said. And other times we get nailed. If only. (laughs) This was a mistake. Why did my mods let me do this? Why? Because they like (laughs) us more than you. Yeah. God damn. No, it's true. You're like the fun ants. You know, they're like, oh, I'm the fun wine ant. The candy being disgusting, copious amounts of smut that make me tell my Discord, okay, I know usually we say explicit, but 18 plus tonight. (laughs) Please, I don't need people learning new words. I also bring Malort to the party, um, and that's why everyone loves me. No, it isn't. (laughs) If you want to listen to the podcast, remember we have two commands at the top. (laughs) The latest episode... We all took an edible in a legal state and reviewed sex toys on the internet. Yep, it was a good one. If you join our Discord, there are links. You can see videos. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can buy them for yourself if you like. Some of them got very good reviews. <laughs> Some of them didn't. <laughs> Some of them didn't. 
camouflage. I kid you not. <laughs> oh, it's literally came in. Oh, God. Start the. <laughs> Today, my favorite little mealworms, we're going to be reading Shrek and John Calvin absolutely shred this godforsaken world of total depravity. Um, who is going to voice who? Would you like to be the me to be the narrator or John Calvin? Please, please pick John Calvin so I can be the narrator. Please, please All right. don't pick All right, I'll be John Calvin. Uh, Andy, okay. what does John Calvin sound like? I don't know. He's the guy that came up with Calvinism. Uh, how long ago was that? And what nation is he from? Uh, you act like I know things. I don't know you. Hello, Celestial. If you have any fan fictions to submit, please post it on the Discord. Because your link will get lost here. And we don't want that to happen. <laughs> no, Andy. Andy is Shrek because she can do the voice. Yeah, she can do the <laughs> Shrek voice. I would not voice. deprive Andy of Shrek. He is French. Okay. Uh, from the 1500s. Okay. I'll try and do a, a, a French 1500s accent. I believe it. Uh, and yes, Oddling, I would appreciate that if uh, any mods are willing to pre-check the fic as well. I would appreciate it. You don't have to, but... We we would love you for it. Yes. Because I didn't read these. I woke up and found these in a fugue state and just... What? Wait, you were... Wait, hold on. You were supposed to be our line of defense. Andy! Uh, I'm Andy! <laughs> All right, <clears throat> I'm I'm ready when whenever Shrek is ready. Okay, I'm ready. Oh, I just saw one of the tags on this, and it's really funny. Okay, do you want me to share the tags? Only if you'd like. I'm very confused yeah. by one of the tags. <laughs> okay, folks, welcome to Wham Bam Thank You Ma'am's Fan Fiction Reading Night. Trigger warning for everything 18 plus. Get out of here while you can. But we are all ye who enter here. Okay, here are the tags. Angst, fluff. The author regrets nothing. That was a lie. The author regrets everything. Same girl. Other additional tags to be added. Sharing a bed. Po Post-coital cuddling. Rabies. <laughs> <laughs> confused about that's what i'm excited about <laughs> i want to know who has rabies shrek or john calvin <laughs> well shrek doesn't like to bathe so maybe shrek he likes to bathe in mud he, it, well yeah but i don't i don't know if the rabies virus makes you not want to be in mud author has religious trauma and catholicism ah yes catholicism all right Shrek and John Calvin absolutely shred this godforsaken world of total depravity by Bog Medley. <laughs> I summary. Need yeah, read that summary, please. I think, therefore, I Shrek. Or the time John Calvin loves so loved something or maybe someone in this world of sin a little too much. Okay, thank you, Oddling. I appreciate you. Nothing happens in this chapter, woo. Oh, we already get a little woo. This is a treat. It's a little treat. All right. Chapter ready? one. Clear locked. What are you doing in my swamp? <laughs> Every time. <laughs> the hulking green creature roared. 
was making their way slowly through his territory and towards his front door, where he was now standing. The smaller figures stopped, tilting their head up to look into furious brown eyes, set beneath a rather luscious mane of clear locks. <laughs> I didn't expect to have to start with saying Shrek in a French accent. Hold on one second. Oh! <laughs> uh, we are going to eat. That's a bit. It's a bit German. Hold on. Um, let's see. Oh, Okay. Shrek, I presume. Who's asking? One who seeks to follow the path crafted for himself or getting Spanish before time by one greater than I. The figure spoke, pulling back their hood to reveal a pale-faced man with stooped shoulders, a long, thin nose, and a beard in need of trimming. He might have once been considered attractive, but months, maybe years of exhaustion had clouded his, his features giving him an almost gaunt-like appearance. Not only that, he was cursed with baldness. I am Jean Calvin. Clear locks. Oh. <laughs> That's why they're clear locks. Uh. Trump studied his face for a moment taking note of the dirt smudged across his cheek and the exhausted look in his eyes. John Kelvin, eh? And that's supposed to mean something to me? <gasps> Inhaling sharply. <laughs> John Kelvin's drooping eyes widened for a moment. You, you haven't heard of me? What about predestination? You have heard of it, haven't you? And what about Tulip? You must have heard of Tulip. Now have you heard of Tulip, but not the one who created it? By extension, of course, for it was through the hand of God. But how you haven't heard of me is honestly. Why, of course I've heard of Tulip, who hasn't? I guess... Oh, no, that's you. Yep. <laughs> I guess I've been a bit anxious, you know, after what happened with Lord Farquaad. I really needed that safety net. Just because Lord Farquaad is gone doesn't mean some guy isn't going to delude himself into thinking he's sexy enough to take over a large portion of land. Wait. I'm not sure we are talking about the same... But Shrek was too far gone. His voice now developing a draw, similar to that of an auctioneer. <laughs> Uh, hang on. <laughs> Totalitarian utopia life insurance policy. Utopia life insurance policy. That's as good as you can get him. It will cover all your totalitarian utopia needs. Of course, if there is really a tool. <laughs> Totalitarian dictatorship. I wouldn't exactly be a utopia, would it? More of a dystopia, eh, John? The acronym doesn't work out well with, <laughs> with as... TLDL, T-D-L-I-P, doesn't roll off the tongue as much. You'd probably have to take the T, make the T silent and pronounce it as Doolip, which sounds like Doolop, which sounds like Doolock, which is something I don't think about because I don't handle emotions very well. <laughs> John 
looked somewhat bewildered, still trying to process what Shrek had just said. Uh, I did hear about what happened with Dulak, which is part of the reason I am here. Shrek seemed confused for a moment, and then suddenly became aware of his surroundings. Ah, yes, I apologize. What the hell are you doing out here? That was not the best. Well, it's kind of a long story. Mind if we sit down here? No fucking in the first chapter. Let down. Uh, do we get, do we get fucking here? Uh, I mean, they're going into the house and Shrek says kinky, so. Oh, <laughs> they made their way into Shrek's house. Just took note of a table to the left of a door. Almost looks like a shrine with candles lit on either side of a portrait of a bee. <laughs> At the front edge of the table sat a bowl filled entirely with dead bees. Deciding not to dwell on it, he made his way to a rough looking table and sat down on a stump with a sigh. So? So? What are you doing here? John leaned back on his stump, attempting to appear casual, only to discover that stumps do not, in fact, have backrests. <laughs> From where he had sprawled across the floor, he finally spoke. I have come. He then paused to take a deep breath. Kinky. <laughs> sorry, I got in there. I'm sorry. I had to. Kinky. <laughs> Flippity floppity off. I have come because I have been destined, or rather predestined by God. He has laid out both of our paths before time, and now they have intertwined. I have searched long and... He cleared his throat, <clears> glancing <throat> quickly at the ogre. Hard for the fearsome boy who calls himself Shrek. Though we might be totally depraved, unworthy of the plans of God, his irresistible grace has been deeply penetrating into our souls. Why, why are you laughing? <laughs> nothing, nothing. Go on, you were saying something about deeply penetrating. Uh, yes, you see, ever since the Catholic Church has been absolutely smote by the hands of God after the Reformation, there has been an issue. The Catholic Church, being the structure of sin that it is, has well tainted those that truly did follow the word of God. But we're still a part of the Catholic Church. There have been saints, of course, and priests and bishops that fall under the category, but the one that has truly become a problem lately is Pope Formosus. That's still oh. you, buddy. Oh, I'm still talking, God. Okay. <laughs> Pope Formosus was put on trial like seven times because the Catholic Church was debating whether or not he committed enough sinny sin sin to be absolutely eaten from the Catholic Church. And a whole bunch of people after he died were like, hmm, maybe we should uh, keep putting his corpse on trial. God was like, I don't care that he'd committed war crimes. I want him in the book of life. But he couldn't put him there because Catholics are the Antichrist. The main thing that is stopping him now is that he was buried as a Catholic. Once a Catholic, always is a Catholic. <laughs> the blasphemy and the trigger warnings real quick. <sighs> Shrek gazed thoughtfully at John's orbs. Just say eyes. Which were now He's not talking listening. about his eyes. 
Look at my balls. Softly at Dawn's orbs, which were glistening slightly. Not imagining it being as bald. Damn both of you. I polished it just for you, Johnny boy. Like a bowling ball. <laughs> Strike. I can't believe I'm going to say it, but I miss the Tom Cruise fanfic. I, you know, I that we did last time. I miss it. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. So, Listening slightly. So basically, an omnipotent God can't save a single soul because the Catholic Church absolutely shlonged him. <laughs> and now he... You, you cut out. You cut out. Did you mute yourself? The universe was upset with what you were saying and it shut you down. <laughs> the, the Catholic Church got mad. <laughs> the Pope's listening. Now I can hear you. Now okay. I can hear you. Okay. Sorry. So basically, an omnipotent God can't save a single soul because the Catholic Church absolutely shlunged him and he's destined for hell. But God wants, still wants him to be reburied so he can get in heaven. Yes. So how do I fit into this? Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I am getting to that part. God has led me to this place because it is up to us to fix this mess. I have heard whispers of how you've defeated a mighty enemy by the name of Lord Farquaad. You would be a great asset to my quest. A quest to rebury Pope Formosa and through the power of God and anime, save God's boy toy from an eternity of suffering. If you will help me, then perhaps you may see that you are among those written in the book of life. Nothing you said is consistent with your theological beliefs. (laughs) (laughs) Point it out. However I may consider it, I will give you my answer by morning. Can I please read the notes? Yes. I had hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> there we go. Now the people can see. I had sex with your mom. <laughs> Are we bored with this one or do we want to keep going? Where's the fucking... I... Hold on. I want rabies. Oh, John Crovin's oh, a cat boy. Oh, 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 oh wait, God. I found it. Oh, no, we need to read this. Yeah, you the, this you chapter needs okay. to happen. You don't, you don't know okay. what's about to happen. Okay. Karma, good timing. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, we have a list of fanfics to go through, but we will go to yours if we have time. If we do. Um, summary. As I write this, I am on Benadryl. <laughs> Notes. I'm going to regret this most likely during post-Benadryl clarity. Incredible. They spent the rest of the afternoon leaving each other mostly alone. Shrek gave John some interestingly colored food that John had never seen before for their dinner, which they ate in silence. As they ate, John thought of a slight problem. Viv, will I sleep? Shrek stared at him for an hour and didn't break eye contact because he overdosed on Benadryl on accident, which, what was previously stated, has no connection to the state the author is in. Then Shrek said... Sorry, I was staring. <laughs> Let's share a bed. We can use your beard as a blanket to cover my luscious body hair. John Calvin thought hard and deep for a long time. 
Uh, Candy, you went away. I'm still here. Okay, okay. I I think I think I this think is... it's missing quotation, so I'm gonna yeah. read it as if it is me. I would love to share a bed with you, my darling shirt. And now I think this is you, author. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh no! And when they had sex. <laughs> also, thank you for complimenting my Benadryl laugh. I worked really hard on it. It was muy delicioso because John Calvin had a massive schlong that he could throw over his shoulder, and sometimes he used it to tie his beard into a braid. When John Calvin didn't have any cloths on, Shrek realized that part of the reason John Calvin's beard was so long <laughs> was because his pubic hair spilled forth from his trousers, and you couldn't tell where his beard ended and his pubic hair started. Why is the narrator the one suffering? Why? You what? chose this. I offered to be the narrator. <laughs> you didn't want to. Shrek was amazed and jealous, so he made John stand on a stump chair on his table, and he looked up his nostril to see if there was hair there as well. That extended the length of his beard. There was. Shrek moaned appreciatively and sexily. Then Shrek said with meaning and passion. What <laughs> did Shrek say, Andy? First. You have a massive schlong. Then you have a pubic beard. And now you have your nose hair that extends to your feet. And you have it braided nice and good with two little braids out of each nostril. John laughed. Tickles. Poor Steve. at him. Oh yeah, and they then they both went and lay in Shred's bed. Oh bless the old Lord. <laughs> Psyche, I think we've lost you, or at least I have. I don't yeah. know if you're just too high pitch. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Yeah, now I can. Okay, yeah. Um, I went a bit supersonic. Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not okay. I'm not. You promise? <laughs> you promise? <laughs> I'm not. Uh, Andy, that's really fitting for you to say, given the outfit you're wearing. <laughs> Definitely didn't plan it. Yeah, Gone. I like. What? What? I like what? MCR. <laughs> Moss covered rocks. <laughs> John Calvin whimpered because suddenly Shrek had placed his index and middle fingers into Shriek's nostrils. Then he started pumping them in and out. John started singing. Waiting for the night to fall. By casting crowns as Shrek absolutely John thought. <laughs> What'd you 
say it. Say it. Do I say it? It's a book of yours. <laughs> Fine. I have two nose vaginas. <laughs> They both stopped when Shrek middle finger broke. <laughs> What's in your nose? <laughs> I read it. I have to say, we've started really strong. Uh, <laughs> I think the Benadryl really did a number on this author. I kind of oh, wish. I... What a great time to tune in. We're reading smutty <laughs> fan fiction on the internet as part of our podcast. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. This is my last episode. <laughs> <laughs> she says that every episode. Don't worry. Every, every episode. episode. Every, single time. every episode is and the I last edit. episode. And I leave it in every time. <laughs> <laughs> leave it in when we're talking about nose Virginia's Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. My cabin out in West <laughs> Virginia. <laughs> my, my cabin. <laughs> The West Vagina. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We've lost Andy. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> More about our podcast. This happens all the time. To your explanation point. W-B-T-Y-M. Uh, sometimes the authors respond to what we write, and it's great. Volva Mama! Volva Mama! Take me home! Would be an amazing, like, drag event in Nashville. Oh, my God. Is that the best thing I've said? It sounds like someone got a drunk tattoo of their favorite John Denver lyrics. Oh my god. All right. Buckle up, buckaroos. It's getting worse. Then they braided John Calvin's ass hair. He's a hairy man. Good for him. I I used to have an ass of hair and then I took an arrow to the knee. <laughs> if you're just tuning in, this is a Shrek and John Calvin fan fiction. As yes, in John post- Calvin of Calvinism. <laughs> I'm Shrek doing- spoke. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was go- just going to say, I'm doing my best 1500s French accent, which sometimes becomes Spanish and or Italian. <laughs> or or German. German or German. It's We're next to each other. It's fine. It's very, romance languages. It's very know. floaty. <laughs> because some things I've never considered reading in that accent, and it uh just slips away. Yum yum, Bean. It's good to see you again. Also, I I love your name. I love your name so freaking much. Uh, warning. Super explicit tonight. This this it's it's just it's nasty. Nasty. Nasty jazz. Shrek spoke thoughtfully and with great thought. <laughs> he was him, my friend, but he died from the blight <laughs> because he grew more hands that did nasty deeds against the Lord. The Lord. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
the Lord smote him. <laughs> Trick. Oh, wait, no, that's you. <laughs> Trick was now taking more Benadryl. They both fell asleep with John Calvin as a little spoon because his nostrils were absolutely slow. <laughs> it broke my middle finger. <laughs> Fuck his nostrils. Literally. <laughs> and dreamed of John Calvin's beard and also his nose vagina. <laughs> While they were sleeping, Shrek astral projected so that he could determine whether or not John Calvin was actually a five-point Calvinist like he said he was. Oh, no, he was. Sad face. Sad face. <laughs> Then he returned back to his body to find that John Calvin had become the big spoon. He decided he didn't like that because he was more muscular in his arm and foot, Just not one. his feet. Just one. One arm. So he whispered into John's ear. John, John, why must you be the big spoon? You've been a naughty, naughty girl, kit kitten. <laughs> 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 How did you know I was a cat boy? <laughs> Do not bring him into this. He was listening to this recorded episode later. Autumn is one of our good friends, and he always plays uh, the cat boy games with us on Twitch. So, don't precariously. He pulled back his clear locks to reveal cat ears. Then he pulled down his massive trousers to reveal a cat tail and a tattoo on his right cheek that said, mm, I have rabies and I am proud. There's the rabies tag. <laughs> okay, are, do we need any more of this or are we done? No, no, I'm done. I'm done. I got to the fucking I'm happy. That's, <laughs> that's the next one on our list. Oh. oh, I, I, wow. Oh my God, it was all a dream. I read ahead. It was all a fucking dream. Uh, and then it if ends. any of you wants to read this, let me share the link. Once again, it's called Shrek and John Calvin Absolutely Shred This Godforsaken World of Total Depravity. Want more wham, bam, thank you, ma'am? Can't get enough of our sexy voices and even sexier brains? Join our Patreon at the flirt level for only $3 to gain access to ad-free episodes, monthly book polls, and the patrons-only portion of our Discord. Looking for something more? Our one-night stands at $5 also get episodes one week early, access to our personal reading notes from each episode, and a special customized gift in December. We have so much to show you. All we need is a little commitment. Interested? Check out our socials, WBTYMPod, basically anywhere people congregate. Each one will link our Patreon. Can't wait to see you there. All right, so what is the next one, ma'ams, that we are going to be reading? Are we going, are we going down the line? I, I think we should skip Karl Marx for now. Uh, just because we just did a historical one. I don't want to, like, dive right into Karl Marx. I didn't know Karl Marx was in the lineup. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't review these at 
<laughs> no one is safe. There's one in particular in here just for me. And at the end, I'm going to see if you can guess which one it is from what you know about me as a person. Is it I'm not gay, I promise? <laughs> no. Okay. I just Wait. Want... Which is one is it... that one? Hang on. Is what it Long Furby X Reader? No, thank fuck. Hold on one second. Uh, it, it might be, I'm not gay, I promise. No, it's, it's Femme Fatale Judy. Am I supposed to know what those words are? Mm-hmm. Uh, did I, we settle on one while I was discussing my dog? Uh, nope. Okay. It's y'all, a- y'all pick it. <clears throat> what? I'm trying to remember. I'm losing my mind. Oh, actually, this would be a perfect one to read. Um, I'm not gay, I promise. Okay. Uh, where... Oh, that's amazing, Morty. Sorry. Where has Oddling told us what is safe? In her... uh, so I'm not certain about those fan fictions yet, because I don't know if they're just fan fictions in general or if they're romance or smut themed. Um. Let's go through what our folks wanted on the Discord first. I okay. think in the Wham Bam Thank You Ma'am Discord, there were some posted. Gotcha. Um, um, also, <clears throat> go ahead, Tristan. Definitely, you're more than welcome uh, to plug Fan Fiction Theater. Mm-hmm. Should be okay. Um. Okay, okay. Thank you, Oddling. Thank you. So legitimately, the I'm not gay, I promise one, I did, but I, I'm, I jokingly was like, yeah, I didn't check any of these. I looked at all the tags. I made sure it was cool. Um, may I read the, the, the ships, please? Yes, Oh, uh, wait, let me, is that the one we're doing? Because I, I don't need know. to pull it up on the screen. I'm just asking if this is the one we want to do. That's why I was going to read the ships. Can you, can you post it here so I can click Absolutely. it, please, in Discord? Absolutely, I can. In our in our group chat. Yeah. And I will get it up here. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> no. You don't like it? I love it. I love I love it so much. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. Um so if you guys have a fan fiction that you want us to read, hop in our Discord, post it in the Oops All Fan Fiction channel. Uh, <clears throat> do we have a Discord link? If not, I can make one right now. Uh, you'll need to make one. Okay. Uh, the Discord command will just pull up my Discord. Do, 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 do. I need to get th- th- this. These tags are scaring me. <laughs> they're the most gentle tags ever what are you talking about they're so, so all right gentle. for anybody who wants to get in the wham band thank you man discord to submit fix here you go <clears throat> i've been laughing so hard it's uh, aggravating my asthma <clears throat> i had to drink some water so yeah <clears throat> all right andy i would like to narrate this one i think yeah so, uh, who wants to be Gerard Way and who wants to be Barack Obama? <laughs> Gerard Way! <laughs> I guess I'll be Barack Obama. 
He 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 grew up in Chicago, so <laughs> lived in Chicago for a while. He's from Hawaii. I don't know his life story. All right, this is a soulmate fic. If you oh, are familiar that. with those, okay, are we ready, ma'ams? Mm-hmm. Ro- Ro- Roxy, are you ready? No, let's do it. All right, bet. The title is "I'm Not Gay, I Promise" by Anonymous. The summary is, Gerard had spent his whole life wondering who his soulmate was. He never would have guessed it would be Barack Obama, the school council president. (laughs) Kiss, kiss, fall in love. Also, hello, Inari. Gerard Way was always incredibly curious about his soulmate. From the first time the words appeared on his wrist, he he worried about the fate of his relationship with the mystery person. I can't have Michelle finding out about this. Who was Michelle? What did she have to do with Gerard being meeting his soulmate? Why was this the first thing his soulmate was going to say directly to him? The thoughts rushed through his mind near always. Uh, thinking about your soulmate again, Gerard? Pete asked, pulling away from making out with Mikey. <laughs> oh, I'm Gerard. Oh, yeah. crap. Okay. I, I don't really know how Gerard Way uh, sounds as a person, but I know how he sings. Uh, so I'm generally for what you're about to hear. For, um, no, no, no. Let her work. Let her cook. Okay, Let her cook. okay, okay, okay. Let her cook. You're the one that got his dick stuck in a gas tank. I don't want to hear it, Pete. Please. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. yeah. Let her cook. Let her cook. Okay. Yeah, I won't even tell yet. Nope. You don't. You don't need to know. Thanks, Pete. Patrick appeared out of thin air. Anyway, we should be getting to school now. Gerard nodded and put in earbuds, listening to the Backyardigans trap <laughs> remix as he got on the bus. Frank Iero sat next to him, pulling his earbud out. This goes hard. We. Broke up. Gerard said, sang a bit shakily. You have Garfield now. Why are you sitting with me today? Actually, I'm with Nermal, not Garfield. <laughs> are they talking about that? Yes. 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 <laughs> they are. <laughs> yeah. So it's fan fiction, Psyche. Right. <laughs> Gerard grabbed his earbud back and put it into his ear again. As soon as the bus came to a halt, Frank put his hood up and stalked away emo-ly because he was feeling hashtag moody AF. Probably going to find normal. Gerard didn't care, though. He had his own soulmate to find. The school wasn't too bad, actually. It was mainly taken care of by the student council president, Barack Obama, (laughs) since the principal didn't really look after it like they were supposed to. Speaking of Barack, the man in question was currently getting jumped by Donald Trump? (laughs) What? (laughs) Unhand me. Barack shouted, but the dawn was merciless. (laughs) Nerd. (laughs) Nerd. <laughs> Sorry. World star Pete left and took out a camera. Donald. <laughs> Gerard got into the middle of the fight. 
shot at him. He didn't do anything wrong. Donald gave Gerard the side eye, but he walked away, punching the air. It's okay, Barack. I'm right here. This is me whispering. <laughs> Gerard whispered soothingly to the older man. He won't hurt you again. Barack didn't mention that his wrist started burning. The two stared at each other for a few minutes, in which they what were is- the only people to ever exist. What's that clip? What's that clip? What's that clip? <laughs> what are you t- It's you as a Gerard you- Way. It's you as Gerard Way, Sikki. God damn it. To make the moment even more romantic, Barack ended up connecting their lips in a soft kiss. Gerard kissed Barack back, melting in the feeling of Barack's soft lips. But suddenly, Barack broke the kiss, a horrified expression on his face. I can't have Michelle finding out about this. The shock that filled Gerard's body was unmatched. His eyes filled with even more fear than was in Barack's eyes, and he backed away from the older man. Die! I'm sorry, Gerard. With that, Barack left. Gerard was now alone with his thoughts. Maybe oh I should start God. doing the presidential thumb. Maybe that'll help. <laughs> I'm like, oh, let me be clear. <laughs> <laughs> Though, let me be clear. <laughs> I'm like emotional. Are these are these crazy kids gonna get it worked out? I like I need to know. Okay. I've cheated on Michelle. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> God damn. Okay. Oh, little bird. That started to fly. And then we got a sniper rifle and we shot it in the eyeball just as it was getting up in the air. It was more an emotional affair than a physical one. But there was some Light macking. I I don't even hate it here, but I want to. <laughs> my, uh, my fight or flight is being triggered. <laughs> yes, all VODs are saved on my YouTube archives channel. I have a YouTube channel, and then I have a VODs. Where all VODs are saved. Unfortunately, one day it'll be used against me in a court hearing, I bet. Can we play it at your funeral? You singing... Please. Please, please do, please. I think it would be the best way to, you know, really honor your memory. Exactly. Okay, sorry. Lunch gave Gerard another time to think, and he breathed in and out, trying to process what had happened earlier. He made his way to a table in the back, seating him, Mikey, Pete, Patrick, Ryan Ross, and Kanye West. (laughs) Kanye came out of nowhere. Ray and Karl Marx were absent that day. (laughs) So they couldn't sit at the table like usual. Why is Karl Marx in all of our fanfics? I don't know. I apparently had a thing for Karl Marx today. <laughs> oh. I, I need to talk to you all about something. Gerard suddenly sang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, this is me. What is it? Ryan asked. It was the first time he had spoken. I love lunch period. Okay, sorry. He he gets me on the lips and he's my soul. <laughs> Gerard, I'm gonna let you finish, but Barack and Michelle have one of the most beautiful romances of all time, Kanye interrupted. <laughs> You didn't, Kanye. Laugh. No, 
I could have known what told me all along. If someone would have just told me. It would have been silent after that. Ryan texted his own soulmate, the Onceler, <laughs> for the rest of the lunch period. Pete made out with Mikey and Kanye. Well, he was Kanye. Pause. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, the I one sure here too. Yeah, we we've got a tumbler sexy man up in this bitch. I just hallucinate. Um, carry on. I mean, one of them's dating the small cat from Garfield, <laughs> so I think we can get away with the one slur. Uh, yeah, the one slur is more logical than normal. At least he has the emo bangs. <laughs> All right. Another day at school, which passes by excruciatingly slow. All Gerard wants now is to be with Barack, but sadly, that wasn't happening. He had Michelle, even though she wasn't his soulmate. But they had to cross paths eventually, right? Gerard was walking to his math class when he saw Barack talking with Joe Biden. The other day, Joe had found out his soulmate was Donald Trump, and he wouldn't stop crying to Barack about it. I'd cry, too. That's so fair. Yeah, that's really valid. Poor Joe. As Gerard walked by, Barack stopped him. Um. Oh, okay. Got it, got it, got gotcha. I was confused by the sentence structure. Yep. (laughs) Gerard, some good news about our relationship. Gerard perked up. The bad news is, Michelle had been cheating on me with her real soulmate the entire time. Curse you, Hillary Clinton! Barack took a moment to breathe in. But, uh, Gerard, this means that we can be together as, uh, soulmates. Well, that was a quick solution. Gerard smiled and gave Barack a kiss on the cheek. You, Barack! Obama, here's my number, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> you know, because he loves you and, you know, he'd need his phone. You know, it's fine. Gerard scribbled his number onto a piece of paper, slipping it into Barack's hand. When Gerard left down the hallway, he caught a glimpse of Gr- Barack hurriedly pulling his phone out and typing Gerard's number in. Joe walked away to cry <laughs> some more over the discovery of his soulmate. Unknown number. Hello, Gerard. This is Barack. Cheeky boy. That's you. Am I cheeky? Yeah, I think you're so. a cheeky boy. Hi, Barack <laughs> Obama. <laughs> May I come over? I'm sorry. There was a there was a line I needed to read in there. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh, Daddy Thickums. May I come over? <laughs> cheeky boy. Oh, sure. <laughs> I guess <laughs> you're bad. Da- come over to. to see my marching band (laughs) daddy thickums okay sorry Gerard typed in his address and waited downstairs for Barack to come over Pete and Mikey were making out on the couch as usual I hope you wear protection Gerard commented I hope you stay out of our beeswax Pete shot back Suddenly, a knock on the door sounded. Gerard went to get it and saw Barack when he opened the door. Hello, Gerard. May we take this to your room? Pete quirked an eyebrow, but Gerard didn't notice. Oh, sure. Barack! Obama! (laughs) (laughs) We can go 
home. <laughs> Gerard and Barack made their way to Gerard's room, where Barack brought the young man to his bed and connected their lips in a kiss, though this one was different to their first kiss. Barack had taken more initiative. He bit Gerard's bottom lip cheekily. Gerard opened his mouth, and their tongues battled for dominance. Barack winning. Soon Barack, Barack pulled away. I... I'm sorry, Gerard. We only just got together. Well, let's not get carried too far away. Right! <laughs> Gerard said, blushing. Sorry, I have to. <laughs> that was just the second of many kisses in the future and the first of many heated kisses. In the future, Gerard and Barack would be happily married and even have their own house together. It would be no White House, but they would like it anyway. In the future, Gerard and Barack were forever soulmates. <laughs> Can you read the notes? If someone just happens to stumble across this, I'm sorry. LMAF. Laugh my ass far. False? <laughs> Laugh my ass far. Laugh my you ass know, far. I have slowly gotten used to the world of fan fiction thanks to y'all but somehow i still i i still get surprised i still there are new lows we can achieve there are new i'm sorry that was a low for you there's peaks and there's valleys but this <laughs> is a peak my friend butter butter <laughs> Welcome to our last live event on Twitter. <laughs> okay, we actually, I don't want to, um, I don't want to take over because I know I just picked the last one, but we do have a community submission. I'd love a community submission. Scrubs posted for us. It is on fanfiction.net. Oh. We gotta, we gotta. Um, it, it is. We have to verify that our, we're human. Yeah. Will you post the link, please, Absol in our DMs? Absolutely, I will. Anything for you, BB. Thank you, Andy. You're welcome, <laughs> Gerard Ways, Roxy. <laughs> the podcast has this energy, folks. It this is the energy of the podcast. <laughs> oh God. What is this? Celestial submitted it. Actually, I had to carry it over. Yes, Scrubs carried it over. Celestial submitted it. Thank you, Scrubs. You are once again just an absolute gem. We love you very much. A Kisses. wonderful bean. Let me see if I can zoom in a bit more for folks. It is definitely, that is definitely a layout. There we go. There we go. It's, That'll help them. It's fanfiction.net. Yep. It's it's one of the OGs. Oh, it sure is. Huh? I'm trying to remember that and be respectful of our ancestors. I, I wrote my first fix on here. They're Me still here, some of them. Yeah, feel that. This this is the one I wrote, the one fanfiction I did when I was 17. It was on fanfiction.net. I will never share it unless we got like, unless we got like a hundred Patreons. That's how. <laughs> if we get a hundred patrons, everyone, you heard, you heard the lady. Hey, oh, honey. Gonna... <laughs> Do you know a hundred people? 
I'm related to 100 people. God damn. <laughs> Uh, um, I just want to say, this is a new posting. This was posted February 11, 2021. So this oh isn't like, God. this is only a couple years old. People are still posting on fanfiction.net, which is very surprising to me. Oh, this is an isekai a little bit. Oh. Just a little. A little bit. A little isekai? Well, isekai, yeah. Oh, just a widow one. Sometimes get a widow isekai just as a tweet. Get a room, you nasty. You'd be invited. (laughs) Grubs, help. Can I get a mod? Can I get a mod, please? (laughs) There's no mods mods here. here. No mods. You're both. Damn it. We're both mods. Oh, okay. I'm actually I'm 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 not a Roxy mod. I I don't mod for her. She doesn't give me that power. I'm not a Twitch mod. One one day when autumn is finally passed from this <laughs> mortal coil, or when you usurp him, then, then I will way. become a mod. <laughs> yeah. You can't if have you, us both. <laughs> if you have us both, we'd be too powerful. I, we would overthrow you. I would get too much done. <laughs> We're too efficient. Be, you're Mod. too efficient. He's too chaotic. I, I couldn't. Mods are determined by hand-to-hand combat only. So not... Oh. We're... Which, which of you are you... Which, who are you punching? We're on both sides of you. We got to... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. I'm liking this overlay. I, I, you know, <laughs> I, I worked hard on it, and then I was like, "Let's simplify it." And then I did this. <laughs> I like it. I this is Good. nice. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Classy. Thank you. Yeah. Even though we're not, we're no. We I could be a lot classier. We could be a lot less classy, though. Uh, so true, bestie. No! <laughs> I looked away. <laughs> If you join the Patreon and you get to watch the unedited uh, recordings of these, it happens a lot. Andy, Andy, you'll burp, parental burp, and I'll just, my face will scrunch in on itself. I can can burp the ABCs. It's fun. I I proved it on the 24-hour stream. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. We're saving that for the Patreon. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So who wants to be Phineas and who wants to be Isabella? And who wants to be Hank? Um, I think uh, I'll, I'll. Can I? I'll be the narrator because uh, I haven't narrated I, yet. I can be Isabella. Okay, I think Isabella. I think actually, I don't. Yeah, I don't know who all talks in this. This makes my brain cry. Yeah, there's Thank only you four for chapters. It. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> no, it's incredible. I just I can't look at it. Phineas and Isabella Go to Springfield by Taco Yasuhiro. What if Phineas and Isabella went to Springfield? Rated fiction K+, English, family, Phineas, comma, Isabella, Lisa S, comma, Bart S, four chapters, 778 words, two reviews, two favorites, one follow, published February 11th, 2021, status complete. Phineas decides... I guess that's me. I is okay. Yeah. Isabella, Rachel, Abigail, and I decided to take a trip to Springfield to meet up with the Simpsons. 
After they enter the portal, they accidentally end up in Cypress Creek, where they meet Hank Scorpio, who asks, Hey guys, my name is Hank Scorpio. I was just on my way over to take over Springfield. How would you like to help me? Isabel insists. Mr. Scorpio? But I couldn't betray you anything like that. Hank Scorpio decides, Fine, I'll use what's most important to you to make sure you regret that choice. Will Isabella and Co. be able to warn Lisa in time? Find out in part two. Incredible. Dun, dun, dun! After they got to Springfield, cut to Lisa's side of the story. She tells Homer and Marge, Mom, Dad, a friend who helped me rescue Bart exactly one year ago, her husband and fin her husband Phineas and their two daughters, who I just heard about yesterday, are coming to visit, so please keep cool. The Simpsons' household doorbell rings. Lisa realizes... That's her now. Hey, Isabella, long time no see. What's up? Isabella replies. Tilly landed in Cypress Creek and heard that Hank Scorpio is planning to take over Springfield. We came to warn you. Find out Hank's plan in part three. So apparently this author has been coming to fan fiction theater streams since the beginning and since Link to the Fix. Oh. Incredible. Oh I was wondering about that because the Phineas and Isabella thing reminded me of fan fiction theater. Incredible. Okay. Hank Scorpio realizes how much Phineas and Isabella care about Rachel and Abigail, Elizabeth Flynn, and decide to come up with a plan to abduct them to force Phineas and Isabella to join his invasion. So he goes right to Springfield with his evil army to launch his plan. However, Phineas, Isabella, and Lisa came up with a defense plan of their own while leaving only Marge, Abigail, and Rachel behind at the house. Phineas says, Let's go over the plan again. Lisa and Isabel, you two will use these old creations of mine to, I gave you to handle the army of guards. Meanwhile, Bart and I will use my beak MK2 suit to go after Scorpio himself. Any questions? So after Lisa and Bart take a few seconds to mentally process the plan, the semifinal battle begins. It all goes according to the good guy's plan until Scorpio retreats to the Simpsons' household to enact his evil plan. After they return to the house, they find a note that reads... I've abducted the two girls. If you want them back, you must join me in my base in Cypress Creek. Don't be late or else. Excuse me. Don't be late or else. Signed, Hank Scorpio. He wrote signed in the note. He did. Yeah. <laughs> Isabella angrily seethes. Did you talk? <laughs> I guess it didn't pick up in Zoom, but yes, I did. Okay. Uh, it was very disturbingly high-pitched. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> you nailed it. Perfect. Yeah. Phineas interjects. No, Isabella, you're too angry to make good decisions right now. Leave it to me and Bart. The true final battle and the ending are in part four. Author's note, Rachel and Abigail fought back but were forced to surrender when Scorpio pointed his flamethrower and threatened to burn Homer, Marge, and Maggie unless Rachel and Abigail stood down. Homie. <laughs> Homie. So we gotta stand down. <laughs> no. In front of everyone on the internet, is this how I learned y'all can both do a Marge Simpson impression and you never told me? Yes. It doesn't come up. <laughs> Sorry, Homie. <laughs> I sound like you're smoking, sisters. It's fine. Oh. Please do not say in my chat, take me to Flavortown, Daddy. Uh, no, say it more. Thank you. Take me to Flavortown, homie. <laughs> Mars Diary. Hot take. Mars goes to Flavortown. I 
never heard of Flavor Town. <laughs> please, please, someone, please write it. <laughs> After he and Bart finished fighting their way past more armed guards, Phineas yells, Scorpio, oh, sorry, Phineas yells, Bitch. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm stepping on your lines. <laughs> do, 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 do. Oh. Okay. Scorpio, I'm here to show, I'm here, show me my daughters are safe now. Scorpio says, relax, they're right here, and I'll give them back if you give up your loyalty to Springfield and stop fighting me so I can take over. Bart says, don't do it, Phineas. I, I can't do a Bart. Can anyone <laughs> do a Bart? Uh, hold on. Let me look up a Bart real fast. It's kind of like this. No, that's his weird friend. <laughs> I'm in <High> danger. <laughs> I know, you know. Yeah. Ow, oh, that one really hurts. I'm Bart. <laughs> Just like Bart. <laughs> Just like Bart. <laughs> Don't do it. Phineas, I have a plan. If you distract Scorpio for two minutes, I can unchain your daughters, rendering his threat pointless. Eat my shorts. <laughs> Phineas nods silently and then proceeds to distract him by saying, So Scorpio, I heard Homer used to work for you and I'd like to hear that story in full. Scorpio proceeds to recap the events of the episode. You only move twice while Bart unchained Abigail and Rachel. Phineas decides. Bart, take Abigail and Rachel back to Springfield. I'll handle Scorpio myself. Bart at first hesitates. Says, Bart at first hesitant says in a whiny voice, but Phineas. But he realizes the situation says, okay, but be careful and fight well. Because that's something Bart would say. <laughs> it's an evenly matched fight until Phineas uses his hockey Z9 stick to whack Hank Scorpio in the knee. Then he calls the Springfield PD on Scorpio, causing <laughs> Hank to be locked up. Isabella, after seeing Rachel and Abigail return to Springfield, says, Isabella. Oh, yes. Hi. I exist on you the entered planet. in a fugue space. I dissociated. <laughs> Bart says, no problem, Isabella. I owed Scorpio some payback for trying to take over my hometown. Lisa decides. Why don't you all spend the weekend with us? Isabella decides. I'm okay with that. How about you, Phineas? <laughs> Phineas agrees, and so they spent the entire weekend in Springfield and went back to Danville the following Monday. The end. Incredible. <laughs> the worst performance of my career, and they never doubted it for a second. <laughs> uh, I, the the Marge impression was a surprise to me. I've never done a Marge impression, so... Yeah, no, me neither. I just know, homie. <laughs> homie. I hear you guys whispering in my ears. <laughs> I'm sorry. You want us to yell? No. I'm going to rub your ears. No, stop it. Stop <laughs> it. No. Don't you ASMR me? No. I won't do that. Okay. I can ASMR you can do everybody. One of those. Promise? Stop. Oh, I like that. That's nice. She's taking out her headphones. She's like, hell no. Get these bitches out of here. Welcome to the Pixie ASMR Radio Hour. I'm going to be talking you softly through the things that I'm doing. Currently right now, I'm tapping my fingers rhythmically on my desk. And now, I will grab a paintbrush and slowly brush it 
against the microphone. No, 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 no. No, I don't like that one. That made me violent. ASMR has like the opposite effect on me. It does not calm me. That was like a winter soldier moment. You activated me with that paintbrush. Yeah, you you turned me into the villain from Puss in Boots. Can't do it. I was ready to throw hands, Pixie. No, no, no. Oh, all right. So, <laughs> next one. I don't. There sure is more, huh? There is a lot of more. I think we can do two more. If we go, yeah. Uh, so there's something called the season of giving that uh, Oddling says I'll never be the same after reading this one. Oh, that's a good sign. Oddling's read a lot of shit. Yeah. So he I think has, we should read has. that one, and then there's a really special one. Um, that I, I had Andy find that I think we should read. Andy, if you, if you remember one of the first things I, I requested. Uh. It, um, it, it was a, uh, with, it was a reader one. Um. Oh, okay. Um. Uh, let me see. I know it's in here somewhere because I saw it. <laughs> I'm so scared, y'all. Yeah, there's you should be. Is it is it long Furby? Uh it's either um long yeah, I think long Furby, uh, or despicable you. Honestly, yeah. So um maybe we can do a poll for the last fic of the night. Okay. Is long Furby or Despicable You? Okay. We'll just put the ship name. Is that okay with you, Psyche? Don't let us take yeah. over your Twitch. Uh could we have a mod do that, please? Please, will. Uh, you want the poll to say Despicable You? It can be Long Furby X Reader or... Wait, is Despicable You like a minion thing? Or Gru slash X Shrek. You little <laughs> bitch. You Banana. Furbies. season of giving next while we wait on the uh poll to do its thing yeah yeah okay all righty the poll is ready thank you oddling incredible oh oh this is perfect this was one of the the things i requested anyway mm -hmm. it is. Uh, please post it in our dms and i'll click it and show it on screen i got you Get you right I'm going to drink some water to get my throat ready for the screening. Yeah, probably a good plan. All right. <laughs> do you want me as narrator or do you want me as one of the characters? Do you want to narrate this one, Psyche? What is? Oh, God. Sure. Go. Okay. All right. So um, I'll be. I'll be Tony the Tiger, if that's okay. I'll be the Grinch. Okay. Who wants to be Count Chocula? 
I'm sorry. What? I'll be Count Chocula, I guess. <laughs> I'm right. sorry. What? Yeah, Count Chocula is also in this. <laughs> oh. All right, T. What's honey? The season of giving. Ooh, woo. The Grinch and Tony don't want Tony's old friend, Count Chocula, to feel alone on Christmas. It had been a good few months since Tony the Tiger had last seen his dear friend, Count Chocula, and in the interest of spreading the love and good vibes they now felt since starting therapy, the Grinch invited Tony's friend to come visit them for the Christmas holiday. But Tony barely recognized his old friend as he and the Grinch waited at the Whoville train station and watched the passengers disembark. Count Chocula had grown a beard. Over dinner and a few drinks, it came out that the Trix Rabbit and Count Chocula had broken up. And in his depression, ah, 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 I suppose I let myself go <laughs> one time, ah, ah, two times, <laughs> ah, even three. not wanting the Grinch to get hurt. But what about the reader? What about us getting hurt? No, no, they want us to be hurt. And he began to see his longtime friend with new eyes. He tried to fight the attraction, not wanting the Grinch to get hurt, and even considered setting Count Chocula up on a blind date with one of the Who's. But he felt a bit protective of Count Chocula, not wanting to see him with another broken heart. Finally, the Grinch observed something was up, and they guessed correctly that Tony had caught feelings for Count Chocula. But still getting angry as Tony had feared, the Grinch surprised and delighted him by saying, Why don't we invite him to have a threesome with us? Tony was nervous about the proposition. Count Chocula was a bit old-fashioned, coming from aristocracy and all. <laughs> Sorry. No, don't apologize. I just didn't expect us to be bringing in the Count's lineage. <sighs> it's an honorable one. Yeah. Yeah, the honorable Count. Then he worried that the Count would think they were a bunch of perverts. Yet when they brought it up to him, Tony was once again pleasantly surprised when Count Chocula said, Ah, 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 I would be honored. As you know, I love threesomes and twosomes, ah, ah, and foursomes, ah, ah, ah. I, I didn't know that actually. You couldn't guess that those rabbits are into some freaky shit? You ever the wonder? Grinch said, 
You ever how we want you ever wonder how we got the name <laughs> Trix? Uh Tony said. And so it was that on Christmas Eve, once the Grinch had the Grinch. <laughs> the Grinch. I my brain. My brain. My brain. Flames? Is it the flames? Flames. Flames? <laughs> Fire burning. <laughs> was that on Christmas Eve, once the Grinch had held their annual party with roast beast and giving presents to all the citizens of Whoville, the Grinch, Tony the Tiger, and Count Chocula retired to bed, and Count Chocula got his very own special gift from the Grinch and Tony, unwrapping his presents and playing with his <laughs> new toys until long. Oh my god, Count Chocula's a bottom? Oh my god. Also, they, them, Grinch. Yeah, Beautiful. I, I like they, them, Grinch. That's a, yes. that's a, that's a headcanon I haven't seen before. I like it. Anyway. <laughs> In the light of Christmas morning, the three cuddled up together, Tony needing them and purring happily. My heart might be three sizes too big, but my hole sure is two sizes too small for y'all. <laughs> Worth it, though. Oh, yes, indeed! The count smiles. I had one, two, three orgasms! Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, yeah, the author even got the count chocula <laughs> and the count <laughs> You were both great. But <laughs> he said, grinning. Christmas every day, even for a life. The end. Thank fuck. <laughs> Honestly, really well written. Yeah. Like it, the punk like punctuations where it should be, no spelling errors. Yeah. Um, if I were logged in, I would give this a kudos. Yeah. I wouldn't, because I don't want my name attached to that. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd attach my name to this. Oh, God. There's a lot of kudos on this. Yeah. Oh, my God. Chalk full of these nuts is one of the people <laughs> that loved her kudos. But it's chalk spelled like chocolate. <laughs> uh, we also have Rinky Dink Crumple Butt. Oh, yep. Yes, uh, my favorite. My favorite is gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With like 13 Ys. Gay. Campbell Chicken There's Soup is here. There's also booty, booty, booty. <laughs> Incredible. Mmm, popcorn. <laughs> Honestly, we just need to read fucking archive of our own account names someday. Yeah. Dave, don't give them ideas. Don't. Oh, incredible. Okay. Are we ready for our last one? Of yeah, the night? We're, we're, we're ready for our despicable what you. The, what did the vote it, it was it minions. Was say? It of was minions. It was minions. Of course, if it was minions. How could it be anything else? I'm sending you Post the link link. right now. Thank you. Oh, incredible. Also, to be fair, it's just Gru, so there may not be any minions Yeah, in it. It's Gru and Shrek. We, we could just add minions in, though. <laughs> For Goals. flavor. Yeah, Bibbling Beauty was very good also. Oh, incredible. Um, so 
would you what who who wants to be what here? I mean, obviously we have our Shrek already. If you want. I could be crew. Okay. I'll I'll be our, our narrator and also our minions. Um Banana. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Despicable You by Four Bowls of Porridge. Gru, lonely and divorced, finds himself at a dive bar late at night. However, a giant green stranger intervenes with Gru's plans to sulk alone. I wrote this over a year ago for a silly smut writing competition with my friends. Please forgive me for what you're about to read. No. And then the tags are Shrek, Shrek, Felonious Gru, Dave the Minion. Additional tags. Porn of plot, one night stands, porn, eventual smut, shameless smut, smut. I think there's smut in it, you guys. I think I think there's smut. <clears throat> Just a little bit. Sorry, Morty, you're on your own, but I wouldn't Google it also. Just to be safe. What's a rumple tickler? Oh, I don't want to know. That I sounds like know. a Wonka candy. <laughs> that tickles the rump. All right. It's a suppository <laughs> from the Wonka facility. Makes your shit confetti for a week. <laughs> Wonka branded sponsories. We're losing our minds. This is the last one of the night, folks. Yep. This is the last one. Ted Cruz, we can do this. Okay. Whew. Neither of them expected to go home with anyone tonight, much less even speak with one another. But Destiny had other plans. She would not let these two lonely souls pass each other by. They met in a 24-hour dive bar. At first, they sat on opposite sides of the dimly lit room, air smelling strongly of grease and beer and cigars. It was dark outside as the night began to transition into the early hours of morning. It was late. Not many people were there besides them, the night shift waitress and a couple of drunk teenagers. They were laughing with delight, which was the last thing Gru needed to hear. All he wanted was to wallow in sadness, alone, in his favorite diner. Was that too much to ask? Gru buried his head in his hands, stifling tears. Since when do I cry in public, Gru wondered. Now miserable and embarrassed, Gru could do nothing but sit there, hoping the feeling would go away so that he could at least walk home with some amount of dignity. Hey, laddie, careful a couple of beers. Only slightly groaning, Gru removed his head from his hands and turns to see a... a giant green man. Gru flushed. Oh, no. (laughs) He started. No, 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 no. <laughs> the green man laughs, a loud, boisterous laugh. It silences the teenagers. Uh, come on, just one. It's not like either of us got anything better, eh? Finally regaining his composure, Gru remembers who he's supposed to be. A villain, not some mopey 40-something alone in a dive bar. He had better things to do than drink beer and be lonely with a complete stranger. A completely... Intriguing stranger, so much so that Gru can't keep his eyes off him, but a stranger nonetheless. Gru shakes his head. I've got to get home to the girls, he says, hoping that will discourage him. You've got some wee lads at home. Who's with him now? The green man inquired. Dave's got them tonight, Gru says without thinking. Fuck, I shouldn't have said that. Now he's probably thinking I'm with Dave. The green man raised his bushy eyebrows. Dave, is that your special someone then, eh? Why are you here alone then? Get back to home to him. He and him and those wee lads of yours. Yours. Dave's my business partner. My co-worker, not, not my boyfriend. Gru said quickly, hoping to clear the air. Like, I'd be fine having a boyfriend and everything, but I want a date within the workplace. He's probably taken anyway. He trailed and off. 
not realizing he was beginning to ramble. To his relief, the green man chuckles, more like bellows, and replies. Pause. Pause a second. Yeah. This grew in this fan fiction has thought about sleeping with the minions. <laughs> One minion in particular, Dave. Dave. Listen, Twinkies <laughs> are cream filled. It makes sense. <laughs> banned. Can Psyche be banned, please? Can, Thank you. Can, please, please. can a mod ban Psyche? Yeah, can, can someone please wait. ban Roxy from her own channel? Thank you. Um, banana? Banana. Banana. Where am I at now? Okay. I laddie, quit your worrying. I only want to share a drink. Gru sighs. What's the worst that can happen? Just one. Gru relents, and the green man pats, no pounds, him on the back and takes the bar stool next to him. Gru's stomach felt light as his back reeled from the green man's touch. Calling to the waitress, Gru announces. Two beers for me and the green. Gru stops. I cannot just call him the green man. What did I just do? You're about to call me the green man, he exclaims, laughing so hard he was doubled over. Gru couldn't have been more embarrassed, his face hot and definitely pinker than Agnes's hat. The man calms down, wiping tears from his face. My name, he says, is Shrek. Already better than the freaking book we read. <laughs> it really is. It is, oh, yeah. Back. back. And his gray sweats. <sighs> Grace sweats. Suddenly, something inside Gru changes. Shrek's distinctly Scottish accent vibrates through him, electrocu electrocuting every sense in his body. Shrek. He likes that name. And mine! Gru stutters, trying, utterly failing, so hard to save face. Is Gru! Sorry, Gru, Shrek says. I was calling you a long nose man in me head. <laughs> Gru's eyes get wider than the rim of the shot glasses in front of him, turning beet red. Is that all he notices about me? As the waitress places their beers in front of them, the two men, Gru and Shrek, make eye contact for the first time all evening. Every ounce of embarrassment leaves Gru's body, replaced by thousands and thousands of butterflies. Before he could even reach for his drink, Shrek had already completely chugged his, slamming the glass down with an equally explosive belch. Gru found this ridiculous, ridiculously attractive. Several drinks in, the two no longer lonely men are deep into conversation. Oh, Gru says, slurring his words. What shithole are you from to make you want to come to this place? Shrek lets out another belch before answering. Actually, I don't know where I am. Must have drank on too many of the fairy godmothers that goddamn potions. You're in Santa Monica, California. Gru informed Shrek. Canon? Is that where they Is are? that Yeah, I'm looking that up right now. Hang on. <laughs> Five miles from Super Silly Funland and only 12 short miles from my place. Smooth. Shrek catches his breath momentarily, stunned into silence. Sorry. Uh, I... I think that's made up. <laughs> Guess I'm far, far away from home then. Gru stares at Shrek, finally getting a chance to really look at his features. His skin, somehow both gravelly and smooth, a few shades darker than lime green. His ears, poking out like two antennas. Big, bushy eyebrows and even bigger muscles. Far, far away, Gru, putting the pieces together, realizes. Shrek is an ogre. 
Not that it mattered much to him anyway. Groove found him inexplicably attractive before he knew he was an ogre, and nothing has changed. Finally registering that both of them had been silent for a second too long, Groove replies, With a face like yours, you won't need to search for a bed tonight. Without blinking an eye, Shrek responds, I'm sorry, apparently it's in Venice, California, and I'm reeling. Okay. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, Is that an invitation, Long Nose? One I hope you'll accept, Green Man. The two men had grown, had gotten incredibly close, knees touching beneath the bar stool counter, faces mere inches apart. Gru couldn't bear it much longer. All he wanted was to fuck this ogre. It had been so long since he had touched another, bare skin to skin, and he craved Shrek's body. These few hours in the dive bar had been enough for Gru to know that even if just for one night, he wanted Shrek, and he wanted him badly. Shrek leaned over and whispered in Gru's ear, There better be enough room in your bed for both of us, eh? Shrek's hot breath against Gru's face made him shudder. His Scottish, ac Scottish accent vibrated through him, electrocuting every sense in his body. His Scottish ass. Accent. <laughs> Every time he farts, it goes. I. <laughs> sorry. No, it's alright. <clears throat> Without breaking eye contact, Gru threw several bills on the counter, more than enough to cover their drinks, and slowly slipped off the bar stool. He stood almost face to face with Shrek as he sat, straddling Gru between his legs. Gru inched closer. Their bodies perfect puzzle pieces for each other. Neither of them could wait much longer. Shrek grabbed Gru's hand, so incredibly small compared to his, and the pair almost broke out into a sprint coming out of the dive bar. They squeezed into the Groomobile together. It was a tight fit, but neither of them minded. It was all but impossible to keep their hands off each other during the ride home. Gru reached over to Shrek and held his knee, stroking his thumb back and forth as he drove. When they reached Okay, we have to address real quick the amazing comment from Meow Meow Beans. Andy's making Shrek such a tender look. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's what I was going for. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> He's got a soft side and a hard side. Ayo. Ayo. <laughs> <clears throat> when they reached Gru's house, he was initially scared that it would stick out like a sore thumb to Shrek. Shrek looked at Gru and reassured him that he lived in a swamp. Anything in comparison was a mansion to him. They wasted no time once they were inside. Gru, surprisingly forward, grabbed Shrek's face and pulled him in close. They leaned against the door as Gru brought Shrek's face down to his. When they started making out, it was all Gru could do not to rip Shrek's clothes off his body. Shrek's hot, swamp breath intermingled with Gru's, and although Gru's nose made it a bit difficult, they managed to find themselves in a comfortable position. Still making out, they stumbled into Gru's bedroom, a four-poster bed encased in black veil, encased in a black veil, perfect for a villain. They pulled apart, breathless, and paused only for a moment before taking off their clothes. As Gru unzipped his worn, leather jacket, Shrek tugged at the strings on his tunic, frantically trying to undo them as quickly as possible. In his frenzy, he got them even more tangled. Shrek looked at Gru, helpless, who had already stripped down to his tight, black boxer briefs. Here, let me help. Gru said slyly. In one fell swoop, Gru had untied Shrek's tunic and used the strings to tie Shrek's hands above his head as he fell to Gru's bed. Shrek's eyes grew wide, beginning to quiver with anticipation. I, I'm sorry, I'm still recovering from hot swamp breath. <laughs> and 
And I haven't even gotten into the bondage aspect. Give me a minute. Okay. Check out Wham Bam. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> on all podcasts. Format. Anywhere podcasts are found, you'll find shit oh, like this. But you'll lose yourself. <laughs> you'll lose yourself in the deep pit of depravity. Okay. Share it with the friends you don't want to keep friendships with. <laughs> share, share it with a family that you don't really like that much. Share it with your coworkers who you don't want to talk to you again. <laughs> Sorry. <Get it> today. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, is this TOS safe? Uh, <laughs> it's T- Are they it's somewhere? Nighty gets like a chill through her spine. <laughs> I guess. I guess we can not read the words and just hint at what's happening. I don't know. Wait, what happens that makes us worried? They're fucking psyche. Oh, the shit Autumn says we're fine. <laughs> Nothing is safe. Everything is fine. We're, we're, we're okay. And if we go out, we went out the way we lived. <laughs> you know what? You're so right, Bestie. We, we went out as intended. So, you oh. know. With a bang. <laughs> but, um. How did you learn to do that? Shrek asked breathlessly. <laughs> Does Roxy immediately just look like. Looking like someone just said she's not the father. <laughs> when you listen to the podcast, you you miss out on moments that like Andy just makes me die inside. And like there's so if you get the Patreon and you're able to watch the YouTube recordings, it's full of this shit. And this face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that face one happens a lot. <laughs> and, then, one. and then us doing this. <laughs> Or they, they give me wrinkles. They're giving me wrinkles. <laughs> wrinkles just mean a life well lived. Oh, fuck's sake. Is oh. it well lived? Is it? Yeah. It's <laughs> on oh. the internet. You're going to tell your grandkids about this one day, and they're going to think you've lost your marbles. Okay, Grandma. And then after I die, some <laughs> AI is developed with all my thousands of videos and recording, and they're like, what the shit? Why didn't we have to generate the word tumescent? Yeah, why Why is grandma said tumescent? Why is turgid on this list? Sorry. Grandma said cock so many times. All right, let's get through this fucking thing. Hey, yo. I can't tell you all my secrets, Gru said. I'm a villain, you know? Then let's be bad together, Shrek said, wrapping his legs around Gru's waist and pulling him down towards him. Gru kissed Shrek's neck, chest, stomach, making his way down to his waistline where his pants were yet to be removed. Ravenous, Gru tore them off Shrek, revealing his member to be incredibly erect. As he began to suck his cock, he started slowly, almost teasing Shrek. I don't know if we need to go any farther. <laughs> Is that all we need? I think I think we're good. What do you think, Roxy? No, we gotta finish it. <laughs> no, no. Okay. No. no. All right. I mean, well, okay. If everyone, Autumn says continue. So, 
You're... If the mods say we're okay. Okay. Uh, hang on. I want I want Scrubs to say continue because Autumn, I love you, but I don't fucking trust you. I say finish it. Zippy says finish it. Well, we'll see what we'll see what Scrubs says. Okay. Scrubs says finish me. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop. I'll keep going if you want. I just don't want you to get in trouble. But if you're good, I'm good. Once again, you know, we've said something. Okay. All right. Please. Shrek moaned. Faster. (laughs) Oh, Uh, I was at the wrong part. Grew obliged. And Shrek began to moan a monstrous bellowing moan, his back arched with pleasure. Just as he was about to come, Gru lifted his head, stopping. Oh, oh, there's... Not... Oh. Please. Shrek moaned, panting. Finish me. (laughs) You good? Not, not, not yet. <laughs> said. I, I, I said my line. Using his entire body weight to flip Shrek over onto his stomach, the bed shook as Shrek landed, threatening to give out under him. He looped the string, binding Shrek's hands onto the bedpost, forcing Shrek onto his knee- knees. God, he had a nice ass. You're a, you're, you're a bit too tight for me. Gru said, taunting him. Well, Shrek whimpered as Gru grabbed the loop from the beneath the, his drawer. He gooped some onto his hands, but rather than inserting his fingers, Gru began to coat his long, pointed nose with the stuff. As he stuck <laughs> his nose in, Shrek cried out at first in pain, and then eventually in pleasure. Gru moved his head back and forth as though he'd done this millions of times, having perfected this technique special to only him and his lovers. But Shrek was different. Shrek was just as villainous as him. He could feel himself getting hard as the thought of what Shrek would do with him came rushing into his head. Did... Did I have a stroke? <laughs> or did we have another no sex thing? No, there's two no sex things. We first we had no no nose vagina and now we have nose penis. The two genders. <laughs> <laughs> oh nose. <laughs> nose goes. Uh. Do you like that green man? Grew asked, pausing for a moment. Oh, yeah, Shrek said, his Scottish accent somehow sounding even stronger. But let's see how you like this long nose. Shrek, suddenly free from his restraints, flipped over and grabbed Gru, slamming his body down onto the bed. He tore Gru's boxers off and used his giant hands to stroke his cock, his calluses creating a texture Gru had never felt before. Gru moaned as his legs tensed. He was never this horny when he was with Lucy. Gru sat up and grabbed Shrek around his neck, pulling him so close that he couldn't finish the job. It's about time that I get my way. Gru growled in his ear and flipped Shrek back over. God, all this flipping. I'm getting dizzy. Pancakes. (laughs) Gru slid his manhood into Shrek and they both released a breath they didn't know they were holding. It fit perfectly. 
As Gru began to stroke back and forth, he got into a rhythm. He was the melody and Shrek was the harmony. Shrek touched himself, jacking off while Gru played with his nipples. After a while, when they were both close, Gru began fucking him with a ferocity he had never experienced before. Their voices crescendoed together, echoing all throughout the empty house. As they both came, the two men collided together on top of the sheets, breathless. As they became aware of their senses, they soon found each other entangled in one another, skin on skin, bodies intertwined. They soon fell asleep as the late hours of the night turned into the early morning sunrise. When Gru awoke, Shrek was gone. All that remained of him was the smell of his swamp breath and the imprint of his large body had made on Gru's bed. Gru smiled to himself, unsurprised. He was, after all, just as bad as he was. Oh, that's perfectly timed, as all things should be. Banana! (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much to Wham Bam. Thank you, ma'am. For being on the show for our very last episode before we get canceled. Um, go ahead and plug what it is we do. This. <laughs> to put it a little bit less succinctly, uh, at Wham Bam Thank You Ma'am, we read and analyze romance and smut books, usually while drinking. We have a cocktail and mocktail of the week, especially picked and designed for every book that we then give to you, the listeners. We also make a lot of bad jokes, make dick jokes, make vag jokes, make make lots of puns. We uh, psychologically analyze romance book characters. We critically analyze the story arcs we read fan fiction and compare it to the books these are all things that we do do we do them well well perhaps only time will tell last time in our most recent episode we got really high and read reviews for sex toys it was fantastic and if we get to 10 patrons we're gonna buy one of them and make it a mascot we're gonna put googly eyes on it and a cape and a hat so if if you want to support that and if you also want to be included in getting a Christmas present come December, all you have to do is subscribe at that $5 level on our Patreon. Otherwise, just listen in at uh, WBTYM Pod on Podbean. You can uh, find both those with the explanation point commands. And I just hope that we've left you thoroughly satisfied. Is it time to do our sign out? Is, is it, it time, Corinne? I think it's time. <sighs> Are you ready, ladies? Yep. Get flirty. And stay dirty. I'm going to go shower and cry. I'm going to go cry in the shower. Have a shower beer while you're at it. I'm going to have a shower shot. (laughs) So bye. Christ preserve us. <laughs> we we did have the 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 Calvinist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, Calvinists. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.